Hello, friends are back again. It's Fightful Overbooked, and I brought back a show that needed to be brought back. Actually, I didn't bring it back. I was asked to bring it back by the lovely Cher Delaware. It's Strong Style here. How are you doing, Cher? I'm doing fantastic. Um, we, we said, oh, we have a new show, and then we recorded one episode of it. But to be fair, Joel had a little bit going on. Teensy bit. As we have a sweet new baby who's not a new baby anymore. Yeah, he's uh, just over five months old now. He and I get to go and hang out every day, take long walks, uh, put him down for naps and bedtimes and all that stuff. It's it's nice. I'm enjoying the the fatherhood thing. But I miss everyone uh, in the overbooked land. I miss miss the people that I was creating content with before that, including yourself and and everyone else. I'm not going to name everyone because they all know that I miss them and I speak to them regularly. But we'll be back for some of those, I promise. Instead, we're going to do Strong Style because... Sherry, you uh, spent some time on the road over the last few months, especially most recently in Chicago for eight Fake Chicago. Fake Chicago. Hoffman Estates. Schomburg. I did. I drove to that show. I drove to Nashville. Um, those are the only shows that I've been to since Revolution, actually. I Well, I went to Dynamite, but that doesn't count. But, um, Didn't yeah. Did you go to a house show? Didn't you and the boys go to a house show at one point? Yeah, yeah, that doesn't count either. Um, that was the one that was supposed to have the Cody Rhodes street fight, and he broke or himself. Gerardo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cape Girardeau. My Cape bad. Girardeau, yeah. So those were the same week that in Dynamite, they were like four days apart. But um, those don't count. I mean, pay-per-views. Um, I guess I didn't. I kind of went to SummerSlam. I left SummerSlam after two and a half matches. But... <sighs> um, <laughs> you missed... The, you missed the, 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 the thing. You missed the, the tractor. I did. I was actually at uh, my hotel eating a cannoli and, um, <laughs> watching, um, what movie was it? Uh, Step Brothers, I think. <laughs> That's actually much better than the, yeah. the tractor. <laughs> you gotta watch a Catalina was, wine mixer instead of I was yeah, the track. Very over wrestling by that point of the weekend. So, you know, it happens. But I did go to fake Chicago and I went to Rampage, because this is Rampage, baby. And I went to my first GCW show. Really? Okay. That was. And I saw my first death match. And um then I Went all out and I sat second row. So, so clearly this entire show is going to be about all of the, uh, the gear from the GCW wrestlers, right? All of their top notch, well done gear. To be fair, the first thing that I said when Alley Cat and, or Alley Catch and, um, Effie came out was, I love them. And this whole look mm. like Allie is so covered in what she's wearing and she's got the little pigtails. And then Effie has the smallest trunks ever. On. Effie's <laughs> branding had, never changes. Never. But never. she had her, um, Phil Brooks inspired Chicago Allie, Allie shirt. Yeah, it was great. And. My friend Brittany, um, she will be featured on my blog. She did an amazing Effie cosplay for Big Gay Brunch. Um, I will have to 
get her at so that we can put it. I think it's, well, her name's Brittany spelled like not normal Brittany. Anyway, so I, I don't remember how to spell all of it, but she does amazing cosplays anyway. She did an Adam Page cosplay for, um, FanFest. She did an HBK cosplay for a HBK meet and greet once and he Very loved cool. it. Yeah. She, she, and she makes it all herself. So she more than deserves the credit for that. But yeah, she looked great and she had like done the rhinestones on the jacket herself and everything. It was fantastic. But yeah, uh, that was about it for gear at um, GCW. Um, then, you know, I really think that I need to interview Danhausen when I see him next weekend because like Danhausen got that pop at, at Dynamite or Rampage. He got that pop and you also have to ask him about his magical boots, his championship winning boots. I do. By I the mean, way, thanks to me, that story broke. I'm telling you, man. I saw that. That's I right. That. I, I noticed in that championship you. match. Yeah. So I noticed in the middle of the Moxley and Punk match, I'm like, Punk usually wears Atomics or Automix, whatever it is, those style boots. And I'm like, he ain't wearing those tonight. Something's up. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the scrum, someone asked, or he, he just kind of brought it up himself. He's just like, my boots suddenly didn't fit. And I had to like try on all these boots. And I tried on Doc Martens and I tried on this and I tried on that. And then Danhausen's like, you want to try my boots? And he's like, I tried on his boots and magically they fit. And I'm just like, CM Punk wore Danhausen's boots. (laughs) That's, hey, good for Danhausen though. I mean, that makes him 116th champion. He can sell those on eBay and get so much human monies. Technically, since CM Punk had to drop the AEW World Championship, they should have given the world title to Danhausen because he is the only other person associated with that title. I'm going to have to agree. He should have at least got a buy in the tournament. I mean, what has Chris Jericho ever done? That's right. He just yells at us for an hour every week. Yeah. And Danhausen was great. And Danhausen, um, got, did a stage show at FanFest. Really? And was telling us about how before his debut, how so many people saw him and didn't know he was debuting. And it was because he put on sunglasses and a hat that said AEW fan. Oh, and he tricked smart. everybody. So I'm going to have to have him tell me about how to go incognito because no one, no one can do that better than Danhausen. Apparently so. not. Very, very smart, very evil Danhausen. Yes. Hmm. He's going to have lots of human monies when he sells those boots too. That's true. You were up to a lot in fake Chicago. Some stuff has been highly publicized. Some stuff has not been highly publicized. Uh, you were the star of the show. You, you saved the locker room. So, uh, save your share over here. What's, uh, before we get into the things that people know you did, what to you was your standout, uh, look from the weekend? So I was a little bit disappointed. Um, I was, I was happy to see Phil wear the long boys. Um, but I was kind of disappointed with the gear. It felt like uh, not a lot of new gear, I guess, or not a lot of like big looks. But as I told you before, um, in person, Jade looked amazing. I love dark hair on Jade. I think it, she has such a gorgeous skin tone anyway. And I think that it, um, highlights it a lot. And 
she just looked really pretty. And I immediately got what it was supposed to be. And I didn't even know that she had said, uh, I think it was San Diego Comic-Con that she wanted to figure out a way to be green so she could be She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that she had said that. Um, from what I understand, the commentators did not get it. And they said, she's green because she likes money. No. <laughs> uh, there was, I think there was a little bit more involved as to why they couldn't outwardly say who she was cosplaying. Well, yeah, but like bit of bit of an ownership situation. They could have just been like, she's very strong. Like you can kind of hint at it instead yeah, of, it could have been like, Oh, she's, she's hulking green. up. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. You know, but, you don't want to make her mad. Yeah. She's going to run through the wall. <laughs> you yeah, know, she, and she did. She did. She looked, she looked great. And I really, I, um, enjoyed how she made herself green too. Like that was, I thought that was unique. It, it was done very well. And all four of the women in the um, women's fatal four way, I thought they all looked good too. And we talked about how they kind of had um, tag team gear for Jamie and Britt. And I thought yeah. that that was a good, a good like little thing part of it too, especially considering what happened in the match. So, yeah. so I thought for that the, was good. the match, they dressed differently. Yeah. Or they had tagged earlier in the week on Dynamite and they were, right. they were wearing this, uh, red, blue and gold mm-hmm. outfits that look great when yeah. they're tag teaming. And then they came out separately at all out and you got Jamie Hayter wearing like all silver looking yes. like wonderful. And then you had Britt Baker who was wearing like a neon green, the almost green. a yellow. And, uh, it really stood out. And, and shout out to, uh, to Rebel who comes out with, uh, with Britt Baker wearing similar colors and like, again, helping enhance the mm-hmm. look that uh, that these women come out with. It's really good stuff. It's it's good. You can tell that they're on the same page, which I always appreciate yes. when you're a package deal in wrestling. Yes. I do not like when tag teams do not have matching gear. I know I had a meltdown about it with um, Natalia and Tamina from WrestleMania. How are you not going to have matching gear at WrestleMania? Yep. I'm like being all these. Yeah, I hated it. I love when they have matching gear. I love when they have gear that at least coincides with one another. So, yeah, I thought all the women looked great. I mean, the thing about AEW with the men, you know what you're getting with most of them. Sting's wearing the same thing every time. Mox is wearing the same thing every time. Mox changes it up sometimes, though. It's rare. A little bit. But sometimes he'll wear the pants and sometimes he'll wear the the, the jeans and sometimes he'll wear the trunks. Well, like it depends where he's working. So I, I get it. But I it's it. it's not ever like, look at these design on my stuff, Mox. Oh, for like, sure. Mox is also not like a fashion plate. Also, I did not know that Mox's pants that he wore were drawstring until he came right up by me during that match. And I'm like, that makes so much more sense that they would be drawstring. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I like, same, like, Christian's not bringing out some, like, new super cool gear, anything like that. You know, I mean, you're just kind of limited on what you're going to get from a lot of the people. Um, we did see that they bought stock in Hanes black hoodies and, um, a bunch of people <laughs> came out in those, um, so, you know, whatever. And we saw Max. Max was dressed nice. Max was, was he? I mean, when he came out and, you know. I think the gloves really tied together the outfits. 
Yeah. Max looked great on Wednesday. Yes, he did. Actually, there's one thing. There's a photo floating around of Max in like a um, a maroon, almost like reddish suit. It's mm-hmm. I, it may have been one of his like it's one of his promo shots. But anyway, the suit's not very well fitting, especially in the pants. But um, what he was wearing this this past week on Dynamite, really good. And also like he's been clearly working out. He's he's yes. been looking good. You, you know, the last ninety yeah. days for him. Typically, when a wrestler goes away, one of two things happen, and it's either one extreme or the other. Luckily, we've seen a lot of wrestlers coming back looking better than when they left. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yeah, it was kind of like when Roman came back, when Roman Mm -hmm. was gone, when the babies were born, covid and that man did not even look like the same person. He came no. back and we're like, you got new teeth. You got new chest. Like new abs the whole night. Yeah. Mox was the same thing, right? Remember yes. everyone posted when Mox left and he went into rehab and he came back and he was like a whole new guy. He lost a ton of weight. He yeah. yoked up. Really just. It's amazing what not having alcohol in your system can do. It's true. But. Yeah, I mean, it, that's, it's just typically that way with most of the men in, um, AEW. Like, sometimes, like, FTR will get new trunks, but they're still usually the same thing. Yeah, they're kind of going towards their rainbow, uh, yeah. style trunks, yeah. unless they're working in Ring of Honor, and then they're using their, like, Ring of Honor style trunks with the FTR logos that look like the ROH logo. It's mm-hmm. fine, but it's like, it's a branding thing. There, there isn't much, uh, they're not having fun with it these days. Well, and I mean, I guess when you've got 18 title belts to carry, no one's going to see much of your gear anyway. But those AAA titles, have you seen that there's the FTR sticker on them? No. So there's an FTR sticker that's on the the front of the AAA tag titles that FTR carries around. I swear to God, they've had those titles for like, I I go, it's been over a year. And they still haven't got them. They they still haven't taken them off. And I'm pretty sure now they're just attached to the title. Like they are just melted on. Probably. Because they are getting on planes. They're taking it through all sorts of elements. And those titles, like I'm almost, I'm almost certain that they're the same plastic consistency of like a lunch tray. So it's probably melted on at this point. But yeah, the next time you watch uh, anything where they take out the AAA titles, the, the world tag team titles, you'll be like, why is that FTR sticker still on? Can't take it off now. That's true. Um, I will say on the, I, I still want to call it a buy-in, zero hour, whatever. Um, Sammy and Ty were not in wrestling gear. Yeah, so I was really confused by that. I, yeah. I apparently missed the lead-in to why that happened. When they were backstage and like they heard the horn and everything. And here come Ruby. And Ruby looked great. Ruby looked fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Here they come. Okay, run them over. Come out there. The problem. As soon as they came out, I said, that top is going to break of ties. I that. was also under the impression. And I said, that is not, I have tops just like that. That is not meant for any sort of physical activity. I knew it was going to snap. And it, one of the straps did about halfway through the match. And I was like, well, and when she came back out later during the show, um, I believe it was when Jericho won and they all came out. Um, she had changed tops. <laughs> she had a different one on. Uh, I don't like when, like, unless it's a street fight, I don't like stuff like that. I don't like seeing, there's no reason for it. 
especially like the top that she had on. Um, those have a lot of like sequins and such, which are not, um, conducive to a safe match. <laughs> like that doesn't really need to be out there that can easily like, I mean, that could scrape up Ruby's face. That could, that could do a lot of shit. So wasn't, wasn't super thrilled with that, but, um, I just wasn't really, there just wasn't a whole lot of gear that I was like, oh my God, like you and I were going to do a show earlier this year, but I had a lot of this stuff going on. I was finishing school. You had sweet baby angel puff getting ready to be here. And he's buff. Um, and we did not get to do the Saudi show where we talked about how amazing all those women looked. And I always feel like I go into every pay-per-view wanting a bunch of looks like that. Mm -hmm. Like those women owned that show. They stole the show. They looked amazing. Every single one of them pulled out something that just, they, they looked gorgeous. And I was a little bit disappointed with this one. And it really felt like Jade was the only one who like went all in on it. Uh, Or all out on it. (laughs) Or all out on Uh, it, whatever. But, um, I, we talked. Oh, you know, you know what? Ricky Starks, I'll, I'll shout him out. Starks, Starks had new gear that looked really, really good. He did have new gear. I did like, but I felt like his went so quickly that I didn't get to enjoy it. As much, but yeah, he did. He did. That's, that's fair to say too. But like, okay. I'm super stoked that Brit is using different colors now. I have complained and complained about her doing the red all the time. It was either the red or the white. That was all she was doing as champion. She was wearing the same stuff every time. And I'm like, you're the champion. You should be giving us something different. Um, I did like the green and she always, Brit's hair is always the same. It's always this. Yeah, kind of the cornrow. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's always the, into the, this. the MMA fighter hair. Yeah. Like it's always the same. Her makeup always matches her gear perfectly. That's fine. But I do wish kind of that she would try different styles of gear because it's like, it's always the same, just different colors now. And I think that she could do, I could even see her pulling off one like the Carmella one piece that she used to do because they're built pretty similar. And I think that that would look good on her as well. But Mela is a little more top heavy. Um, than Brit. I, Mela's just very petite. Not saying that, I mean, Brit is small, but Brit's closer yeah. to my height. Mela is very short. So, and I think her being like, she has a smaller frame. You've met me. You know how small I am. She has a smaller frame than I do. Like Mm -hmm. she's just very small. So I think that maybe that makes her look bigger as well because she is so small. They're big. They're too big for her frame. Yeah. So, but, but I I still think that Britt could really pull something like that off. Um, Jamie Hader looked gorgeous. Jamie Hader always looks gorgeous. BTW. There is a Jamie Hader action figure coming out. Yes, I'm excited for that. It's going to look great. And let me tell you, the ass is accurate. That was the <laughs> first thing that we noticed. I said, not only did they scan this woman's face, they scanned her ass. Because, oh my gosh. I actually took a little video of it for the vlog. Because, like, you see it and then it's like, <laughs> like <Ooh. laughs> yes. 
It's great. I wonder who had final say on that. I, I, I hope know. it was Jamie. Jamie just being like, you guys know what to do. Yeah. Bigger. <laughs> Bigger. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. Yes. Um, Tony Storm is one of the most gorgeous people I've ever seen in my life. Like, She's also had like one hell of a body transformation herself. She has. She really has. But like... She's just so pretty in person, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's not a conventional pretty. Like, she has a square a square jaw and everything, and it's not something that people would normally think of because it's a little bit more masculine, I guess, because that's what people always think of with, like, a, a harder jaw, you know, sharp jaw like that. But she's gorgeous. I like the shorter hair on her. I think it suits her really well, and it looks like more of her like rocker style or whatever, but um she looked great too. And then you know, they they, they all they came out, yeah. they looked great. That's always I wish Athena would kind of change up her look a little bit. I felt like she did more when she was with WWE with like changing things up and now it's kind of feels like she's just done the same thing. But I thought that all the women looked great at the show. They all had good gear. Ricky Starks had the great gear, but other than that, it was a little bit of a letdown, but I posted a picture with Wardlow. (laughs) He was dressed so nice at his meet and greets. Like he had on a nice shirt. He had on slacks. He had on dress shoes. Like, the rest of them are rolling up out of bed, coming from upstairs in the hotel downstairs to that. They've always presented Wardlow as a well-dressed man. He is. And I don't know if that's his own design or if that is like he's working with someone, regardless of what it is. Even when they introduced him on AEW TV, like they did the vignettes with him. Like the, I forget what the vignettes were, but they, he was dressed nicely then. And he's continued that. And I appreciate that because if you're wearing a, a good suit or just a really nice ensemble, a nice, nice pair of slacks, nice shirt, like that goes a, a long way from looking like you just rolled out of bed, threw on your sweats yes. and came down to work. And he, oh, I feel like anybody can buy a suit. Of anybody course. can buy a suit. His was well fitted. His had been tailored. He looked very nice. And there's somebody out in front of my house and my dog is freaking out, but he looked, he looked very nice. It was, and he's just a sweetheart anyway. I mean, he's super nice anyway, but he looked very nice. And like, I'm going to be nice because if I'm not, Dax is going to rescind our friendship, (laughs) but Dax is also not going to tell you he's a fashion icon. So like Dax and cash, are in t-shirts and I'm pretty sure Dax had on shorts. I don't remember what cash had on whatever, but like they're over here. And then you've got people like just, you know, in a t-shirt over here. Give me me a ballpark. What time is this? Dax and cash. Yeah. Like what time are you, are you seeing all these people? Noon. Noon. So let's, 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 Put a timeline to this. I'm going to guess that Wardlow is the type of person who wakes up, 
at around seven o'clock in the morning. I'd say five. You say five. Okay. Hits the gym immediately. Doesn't do it like an empty stomach cardio lifts, whatever he needs to do. He gets in, he gets out, he's good. And then takes a nice shower and gets himself nicely ready for the day and down to the work, you know, down to where yes. the work is. Whereas FTR probably woke up at the crack of 10 a.m. and we're like, let's go take an hour on the tread and then let's go down and get to work. I, I'm, uh, no, not, honestly, I'm not talking Dax, shit. They're in great Dax state. probably didn't even work out because his family came with him. There you go. So maybe it's a nighttime thing for him or maybe it's a, you know, whatever it is. I just, I'm just saying some people. Uh, yeah, have, it's have, very uh, fair. Process. It's yeah. very fair. I'm just saying he looked very nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did. And uh, my friend from the um, Wind Down podcast, I think is the name of it. Um, Wrestling Wind Down? I think so. Um, they gave him a, I'm pretty sure that's the podcast. I get podcast names confused. They gave him their shirt that they had made, the 1-800-WAR-DADDY. That is them. Shout out to Wrestling Wind Down podcast. Yes. Very, very fun. And, uh, he said he was going to wear that to the gym. He loved Amazing. his war daddy shirt. So, um, he also thinks the, the term warho is very funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he looked very nice too. And I appreciated that because he doesn't really get to do much with his gear either. Like, no, he's got a, he's got a singlet and that's it. And then he does, yeah. he does the pulling on the singlets and he's just like, I look at me. I'm big hunky Wardlow. That, that's his big, gear. big meaty men slapping meat. Yeah, and he ain't slapping much meat these days other than Tony Nese's ass around. I'm not complaining. Hey, I'm I'm just here for the for the conversation. So but go ahead. Yeah. They look great. Yeah. I gotta say, because we're talking about uh how some of the guys are, are are some of them are better dressed than others. Um lately, if you're listening to the AW Unrestricted podcast. Uh, there have been a lot of conversations about like Pat Buck being the best dressed guy in the locker room with his suits. And of course you, you, you also have, uh, some experience with people around the AEW locker room and the WWE locker room. So Pat Buck is not a new name to you. Um, first of all, I think you can attest to the fact that yes, he dresses very well. He does. Um, do you think he has some sort of influence on some of these guys? Cause I know, for example, Mark Sterling had mentioned that Buck turned him on to wearing better suits. And the way that Sterling does it is that he goes and buys off the rack and then gets everything tailored, which, by the way, if you can, that's the way to do it. That's Not everything to has to be tailor-made. If you can get it tailor-made and you can afford it, sure, go for it. But if you need it, you got to get it tailored properly. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Pat Buck, he, is he the guy who's who's changing everyone's uh, perspectives on fashion in AEW? I would say yes. I would say he's definitely one of... one of the guys. One of my favorite things in WWE was always the... Um, Cena and uh, Titus would try to see like who had the better suits, which by the way, it's Titus. I love you, John. You wear the ugliest fucking suits I've ever seen in my life. Someone told John, Hey, let me dress you. And John had no idea what to say. So he just said, yes. And and it turns out that like the suits that John Cena would wear lo- would look better on Titus, but John just kept wearing them. Listen, John wears jorts. Yeah, that's we all gotta, yeah, I mean, but he posted a picture, um, someone posted a picture with him that they'd finally met him the other day. He had on the ugliest suit I've ever seen in my life. It was awful. I posted the pictures of the suits that my kids want to wear to Jeremy's wedding. Mm-hmm. It was in line with those. Like oh, no. it was, it, it almost felt like a suit that Rollins would wear as a joke. 
on yep. Raw. Like it, it was just bad. It was bad. But, um, yeah, I feel like I wish Pat could get some more people there, um, that also dress like he does to kind of influence the locker room a little bit more. And that's not everybody wants to wear a suit. That's fine. Not everybody needs to wear a suit. Their you, boss doesn't wear a suit. Yeah. I mean, WWE, Tony, they, I was going to say Tony used to do, you know, at, at least a shirt and a tie. And he would do the, the reservoir dogs, the black shirt and the black yes. skinny tie and the white shirt and whatever. It's fine. Um, and sorry, the white shirt and the black pants. But anyway, yeah. uh, now he just wears his, wears whatever he wears a polo. Maybe he's wearing his Jaguars jacket. Like it's, it's pretty well, lax. Yeah. There. It's fine. Like, and I'm sure that people backstage appreciate it as well because WWE is not that way anymore, but used to WWE, like you had to show up like his cash. Yeah. Like the women were supposed to be in dresses and heels and yeah, like nobody wants that crap. That's not necessary for everybody. Am I still going to wear a dress and heels? Yes. Is everyone else around me going to be in jeans and a t-shirt? Most likely, Probably. but that's okay because that's, Listen, I am being joined here by a backstage or a, what, what, what was he called you? Background actor from Boy Meets World, according to RJ City. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. And that's okay. That is your look, Joel. I don't typically, okay. I noticed that I'm wearing a shirt akin to the one in the interview yes my casual wear is probably a little closer to what rj was saying however i can wear a damn suit and tie with the best of them okay i have properly tailored suits and you should always get your suits tailored please do not wear ill-fitting suits i make fun of you i may not say it to you but I do make fun of you in my head. And if you're someone who I get it, the pandemic, people had oh, various yeah. uh, life changes or body changes. I may have gained a few pounds, whatever it is. Uh, I tried on those suits and I get it. There's a ton of anxiety around it because I, I spent money on my suits and I want to look good. Check that your suits fit. Check that whatever you got that you're wearing in a month or whatever, make sure that they fit. And if they don't yes. fit, guess what? Get them, get them let out, get them taken in, whatever you need to do. Just keep on top of that shit. Yeah. There's no harm in looking good if looking good includes maybe a little bit of, you know, getting a little softer around the edges. That's fine. Happened to me. Can happen to you. Just, just keep going. It happened to me. So (laughs) we were celebrating that for you. So that, you know. Yes. But sometimes it's good. I just want, if you're wearing a suit, you obviously want to look nice. Mm -hmm. So just put a little bit of extra in it and like buy off the rack and then go get it tailored. That is fine. Yeah, for sure. Nothing wrong with that, but just like make sure it fits, make sure you look good with it. And buy the damn thing secondhand and get it redone. It doesn't matter how you get it. Truly. It does. Then you make it yours. Exactly. And it does not cost near as much to get them tailored as I think people think it costs. That's right. So that's a big part of it as well. But um, um, my dog is like freaking out and I'm worried he's about to pee in the floor. That's what it's all about. But um, (laughs) yeah, so I just think that uh, maybe it's not for all of them. We see what some of their people look like. Mm. Maybe suits are not for all of them. 
But I think that some of them could put a little bit more effort. effort. Yeah. Before we move on to the latest big news, let's, I got to ask you if there's one person in AEW who should up their, their, their dress game, not just their gear, but also their backstage dress. Who who would it be? And what would you put them in? Ooh. Um, and why is it Chris um, Jericho? Ooh. <laughs> um, I feel like at this point you can't change what Chris Jericho wears. No. Chris Jericho is the 50-year-old guy who's hanging out at the bar with the 25-year-olds wearing a leather jacket and a Metallica shirt talking about how cool he is. That yep. is Chris Jericho. Yep. And people buy it. And that's fine. It works. For yes. Me. Go for him. I don't like him, but he's making his money. Good for him. So who you got? Who Who is going to get a wardrobe makeover courtesy of Cher Delaware? Listen, I mean, like Ricky Stark's dress is nice. They've yep. got Ricky dress as well. They do have quite a few younger guys that I wish could influence some of the, and I say that, like they're old, they're not old, but they've just got a lot of guys who are pretty young there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I could dress Hook really nicely. Oh yeah, that's a good shout. Get him I out of the hoodies. Like, yeah, because he's got such an aura about him that I don't know that he needs to dress nicely because everybody's just going for Hook either way. But I feel like I could. I feel like he could look very good. And I'm not, I know they call themselves hookers. I can't say it. I'm not like a diehard hook fan. I love hook, but I'm not like one of those people that's like, I will give up my firstborn child for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, my firstborn child's fairly close to his age, so probably not going to do that. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that he's definitely, I think I would go with him. And you wouldn't put him in a suit, I know. No. What do you put Hook in? And also, like, before you answer that, I'm even like, I'm more curious about what kind of wrestling gear you put him in. Because, like, those oh, shorts no, I are love, perfect. I, yeah, I love the wrestling gear. I think I would keep him in that. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know. I feel like even just kind of like what Wardlow was wearing. Like, just the nice tailored slacks with some pointed dress shoes and a nice, like pretty fitting. Cause he is, that man is ripped. Like, yeah. I did not realize like how, like that's insane. His back muscles and everything. Yeah. I think that that could work for him and still be pretty age appropriate for him too. Okay. I like it. I dig it. My, uh, so now we got to move on. This is, this is the big news that happened, uh, just before we went on the air. Uh, so a lot of talk about Sasha Banks and Naomi lately. Since they left WWE, they've, they've certainly been seen everywhere now. And before we hit record here, we found out that they walked New York Fashion Week. Now, beautiful. They both look great. Uh, we'll put up what, what they were wearing. We'll put up through the Magica Post production. We'll put up photos of what they were wearing, but, uh, just general thoughts about Sasha and Naomi since they left WWE or at least have been on hiatus, uh, with all the success they've been having and just general thoughts of what you, when you see them out and about, what's, uh, what are you enjoying from them? Um, 
I think that they both have very great fashion sense and very unique, unique to them fashion sense as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I love getting to see Sasha with her natural hair color and everything. She's such a gorgeous woman. And I feel like not that the blue hair or the purple hair, like take that away from her, but they are just such a, um, like a distinct feature that I think that you don't focus as much on her because she has those wigs. So yeah, I think that she, she's just gorgeous, which of course Naomi is too. I always talk about how pretty she is as well, but them getting to do that is so cool. Um, I was in New York three years ago on this day during fashion week. Uh, WWE was there. They, that was when they're having the MSG back to back shows. And it was so cool getting to see all of like the sidewalk fashion shows that they were having walked right outside of my hotel. And there was a wedding dress fashion show going on and it was just amazing. So cool. So cool for both of them. Um, I know Naomi comes up with a lot of the ideas for her own stuff anyway, So, like, her with that creative mind getting to do that is really awesome and just good for them. Like, they are two young women. I think they're both in their early 30s and living their lives. Good for them. I mean, I would love to see them both wrestle again. But if that's not what they want to do, I'm glad that they're out there living their best lives doing that. They were walking for Mr. Triple X. That's the name of the, uh, the designer. Uh, you'll see in the photos that Sasha's got on this really interesting gray one piece, long sleeves, um, kind of, uh, swim, swimsuit cut style with a tie on dress, tie on skirt and, uh, their elbow pads or not elbow pads, uh, shoulder pads. That's making the comeback. Oh, yes, it is actually. And I hate it so much because I have really narrow shoulders. So shoulder pads even are like too much and they just make me look really weird. I cannot, I can't get with it. There's some people that can good for you. I always tell people your fashion sense is whatever you want it to be. Some people just don't have, they just wear whatever, but like, as long as you are confident in what you are wearing, it does not matter what else. It took me a long time to get to that point where I would see stuff and I would be like, oh my gosh, I love this so much. And then I'd put it on me and be like, I don't like this on me. I don't like this on me. And I had to finally be like, just wear it. And after you do that for a while, then you become confident in what you're wearing. And it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks. I had on a dress that was so short Sunday night. I was terrified. I do not wear strapless things and it was strapless. And I had on like gloves with fur that went all the way up here. Two years ago, you would have never caught me in anything like that. And I wore it and it looked great. And I got a ton of compliments from people on that and on my boots. And there's a ton of people that I would think that that would look great on, that they wouldn't like it on themselves. They wouldn't feel confident in it. You just have to feel confident in what you're wearing. And those two are very confident women and they are very strong women and they could go out there in a literal potato sack 
and make it look great. Trinity, by the way, going out in a uh, one piece, what looks like a swimsuit, uh, very, very high cut, very low cut. It looks wonderful on her. She's wearing a gold jacket with it. And uh, yeah, they both look beautiful. They both look like they were made to walk that, uh, that aisle. It looks really great. Again, you, you said it, it's, it's all about confidence and those two yes. have it in space. It's wild. Last thing I got to ask you, because I'm sure other people have thought about this as well. And maybe they haven't asked their friends uh, who dress up to go to wrestling shows. Why do you do it? Because typically a wrestling show, it's very easy to just go t-shirt and jeans, whatever it is, very simple style or just very casual style. You're not alone. There are plenty of people of all genders and all sizes and all shapes and all whatevers that, that dress up for a show like this. Yes. Why do you do it? What, what makes you want to dress up to go to a wrestling show? So for me personally, I don't go places. I think anybody that follows me on Twitter knows that the only time I go anywhere is it is when it's to the wrestling shows. I am at home pretty much 24 seven. I work from home. Then I've got my kids here with me. I just don't go places very often. And when I'm at home, I'm usually in sweatpants or shorts and a wrestling t-shirt or a crop top. Literally what I'm wearing right now doesn't even match. And I have on sweatpants and a crop top, as I said. So for me, it's like I love clothes so much and I love fashion, but I am not the person who is going to get up in the morning and dress up to walk 10 foot from my bedroom and sit in my office. That's just not, not who I am. I don't wear makeup unless I'm going places like that, as you can see. Um, sometimes I don't even brush my hair. I did brush my hair for you today, but, (laughs) um, that's just, I love to dress up. I just don't get to do it very often. So like for other people, maybe the time that they dress up is when they go on a date or something like that. I don't go on dates. This is my time that I get to go do something for myself. So I dress up to go to the shows. And I know that there's people that say that someone like me, or anybody else that dresses up, like, does it for attention or whatever. No, I wear the wrestling t-shirts every other day. So I don't want to wear the wrestling t-shirt when I'm going to a wrestling show. And I love clothes. Like, that's that's really just what it comes down to, is I love clothes. I love putting together outfits for them. I have a literal show about clothes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, I mean, that's just, it's just how I feel about it. And for some people, they don't want to dress up like that. And that's fine. Like I said, it's however you're comfortable. But I like to look nice when I go to things like that. I promise it's not because I'm trying to find the attention of male wrestling fans. <laughs> that's fair. I, I, always can lo- to- I can log on to Twitter and get yeah. that. So I, I, I always wanted to ask because I know I'm not alone. I'm not the only person to think oh, about yeah you know, people who are, who are dressing up to go to shows. Cause personally I don't, unless I'm working yeah. and, and I'm asked to, I would be, I, I would be pretty casual at the show. So it's right. an interesting take. I, I, I find that very interesting and I find that um, very helpful because I think uh, a lot of people <laughs> don't necessarily think about your camera falling on the floor in the middle of this whole thing. Oh, hi doggo. Anyway, with that, I think we Get actually just me. land the gamut. <laughs> oh my God. I got attacked. <laughs> That's the perfect way to end this show. My dog! 
He literally jumped on my lap. Oh my god. He weighs 61 pounds. Bro, (laughs) what was that all about? Yeah, basically just for me, that's, that's what it is, is I don't, I don't get to dress up any other time. I like to. Um, I can't speak for other people. I don't, you know, but I had several women. It meant a lot to me. I had several women come up to me at FanFest and at, um, before the pay-per-view telling me how nice I looked and then telling me that they loved that I dress up for shows because it's hard to be a female wrestling fan. Mm. And it's hard to do things where male wrestling fans don't attack you. And it meant a lot to me. There was a woman who had um, a vest that she had made all of the patches for. And so she had patches for like all the different shows that she'd gone to and everything. And she said that she used to dress up. And at one of the shows, she had a bunch of people like harass her about it. And she said she kind of lost her confidence to be able to do it. And that seeing me and one of my friends who was standing with me, who was also dressed up, um, dressed up and she kept telling us how pretty we looked that it made her want to do it again. And that meant a lot to me because as a woman in this space, it's hard. It's hard to be, and it's not just in sports in general. I'm a huge baseball fan, get treated the same way. I can literally go to a baseball game with a jersey and shorts on and they'll act like I'm like begging for attention because, oh my God, I have legs. But like, <laughs> it, it's, it's a hard spot to be in because there's so much just sexism, like just ingrained in people and misogyny. And I hope that there are women that if they want to dress up, they, find the confidence to do so. Or they see other people like me who are dressed up at the show and they're like, Oh, I won't be the only one because that's, it sucks to feel that way. I mean, I don't really dress up as much when I take my kids. It's usually jeans and a crop top when I take my kids, but that's because I have my kids and I'm usually holding my little one the entire time. But you don't want to be the person that you feel like you're the only one there and everybody's looking at you. And I don't want anyone else to feel that way. Once again, we come back to confidence. And I think it's wonderful, by the way, that people will approach you and tell you that you you dressing up for a show like that brings back a certain amount of confidence for them. I think that's wonderful. And 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 again, and I hope that there are people who who watch this and um, internalize and support the fact that a lot of people, regardless of gender, dress up for shows for them. They dress up because they want to feel comfortable. They want to feel sexy. They want to feel whatever they want to feel. Once again, the emphasis is how they want to feel. It's them. Exactly. They, if they want you to give them attention, that's not, uh, it's not, it's not from what they're wearing. So anyway, let's get out of here. This was an enlightening, an enlightening conversation. Hopefully we have more. Do your plugs share Delaware. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Share Delaware. Um, I think you can find me on Instagram at clueless.likeshare. Someone took my Share Delaware at on um, Instagram, so I'm trying to fight her for it now. Um, you do. can, yeah, I've got a link tree that has a link to everything else on it if you go to the, to my Twitter and, um, 
check out my pinned tweet for the uh, GoFundMe for our dear friend, Jesse the Buckeye. And I hope everyone got a lot of enjoyment out of my dog attacking me in the middle of this. He's now taking a nap. (laughs) We'll toss a link to that GoFundMe in the description of the video. Uh, Let the doggy sleep. I'm going to go put my own doggy down for a sleep. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to go cuddle up with my kid until he falls asleep. <laughs> listen, listen, I couldn't segue that very well, but I am Actual Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.